Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Unwiring Minds. This is Raquel Pasvergia, your host, and today we have Maureen Scanlon with us. She is an author, the host of a podcast, and she's here to explain to us how we can love ourselves the way that our dogs love us and how we can learn from everything that our dogs can teach us. So I'll let you get right to it. Good morning, Raquel. Hi, listeners. I'm so happy everybody's here, and I can't wait to share with you just some ideas that I have. I've written two books about it, my whole uh, being and and really my self-awareness came from a moment when I was at my very lowest and I was in narcissistic abusive relationships and I just suddenly broke and just said, gosh, what is wrong? It's me. There's, there's this common denominator and it's me and I don't understand. And I, I'm on my bed one night and the tears are flowing and I'm feeling so sorry for myself. And why can't anyone love me and accept me? And as I'm doing that, my little chunky chihuahua, Jade, who's 15 pounds and 15 pounds of nothing but pure love. She was sitting next to me and I look at her and she's looking at me with the most beautiful, pure, unconditional love. And I had this epiphany and I thought, wow, look how she loves you unconditionally. You don't love yourself like that. And that was what started everything for me. It was realizing that my entire life I was chasing love. I was, I was working to get love that I should have already had that I should have inherently, which it's in all of us. We have this unconditional love, but that programming through the years of people telling you bad things or being negative or criticizing or judging, it works. It chips away that unconditional love we have for each other. And so I started this soul journey and what I did, and I use the acronym bone course with the puppies and these are the four things that i did these are the four steps that i that i learned so b was brave i was never brave and and we're talking like i was 45 years old when this happened yeah. i mean i wasn't young and beautiful and smart like raquel at, at her age i it took me i'm a late bloomer and i had to keep repeating these mistakes and and things over and over till i got it and so brave was me for the first time going by myself to a restaurant or going to have coffee. And I remember sitting there just like reading a book, feeling like, oh God, I'm so embarrassed. Everybody's judging me. Everybody thinks I'm a loser. It was just this so much self-doubt and, and self-consciousness. And so I started to be brave and I, I joined some meetup groups and I went hiking and I remember when people would stop and have a conversation with me and like, it was just me and we were laughing and they'd walk away. And I remember thinking to myself, wow, like they really like me. Like I'm actually enjoyable. I'm actually kind of fun. I, I have a lot of things to say. And so I just started building from there. Um, the next one was, oh, observation. And I just started finally kind of, instead of being so wrapped up in my internal mess, right. I started looking outside of myself and looking at people that I, I loved their characteristics. I love how they handled things in life, how confident they were people. I could aspire to have those qualities. So the observation part was for once I went outside of myself 
and started helping others. Um, I remember joining a, a group where I had, I'd lived in Arizona my whole life. And there was a group, uh, it was called newbies to Phoenix. And I joined this meetup group to sort of be their tour guide. And I met such wonderful people. And so that was really being outside of myself. And then in turn, helping others, that's really being, you know, obs, that's really observation and, and what was necessary. And for me, I never felt taking care of myself was priority. It was always when you have that codependent mindset, it's always, what does somebody else need? What can I do for you? People pleasers, anonymous. I, I know you're out there listeners because, you know, we've all been there and done that. When you do it enough, you put yourself on the back seat and then it becomes this lifestyle of, I can't buy things for myself. I can't do things for myself that feel good. Um, you know, I have to do what everyone else wants first. I have to put my feelings aside. I can't speak my truth. I have no boundaries. So that was in the necessary part of self-care. And I know there's buzzwords in the health and wellness world, but really that's something that's crucial. And then the last one, and I know I'm rambling and I'm going to let Raquel get in here. <laughs> and the last one was E, um, expectations. And what I always say is change expectations to expectant. So here's what we tend to do in life. We tend to say, oh, what if this goes wrong? Um, I don't want to try that because if it doesn't work, I'm going to be embarrassed. Um, what if I start a business and it fails? So you're going out there with these expectations already setting your mindset that it's going to turn out bad. I'd like to see everyone change expectations to expect it. I go out now. And I remember when I first started dating after I did my, my soul journey, I remember going out on a date and rather than saying, I hope I find my soulmate. I hope I find a husband. I changed it to, I hope I meet a nice person to have a good conversation with. And so if you just kind of go through life with being expectant of this is going to be a new adventure. I can't wait to see how this works out or I'm going to start a business and I'm going to learn about businesses and we'll see how well that one goes. And, and if it doesn't, then, then we'll shift to a different business. So those are my four steps for really learning to be your own best friend. So, you know, and I agree completely, like everything you're saying, I feel like either I know someone who has those sort of like mentalities that they're still there and they have to go through this process. Or I, I know I've done things like the expectations sometimes I've like doubted myself and not gone to do something because I'm scared of that possibility of failure. But if I go in with that mindset, then I'm going in with that mindset. So it's not helping me build the, the, or grow whatever I'm trying to do. And so I feel like even when building unwiring minds, I remember at the beginning, it was, I, sometimes I had doubt. But then one day I was like, this is my doubt. I'm putting it aside. I'm leaving it for some there on the side of the table. And I'm keeping my strength and my, um, I'm going to keep going regardless of what I think of what failure could be. But honestly, we can't, we can't thrive by thinking we're going to fail all the time. It's too, too complicated. That might Exactly. That's exactly it. You know, think of what can be rather than what can't be. Uh, and that's really just going out there and saying, whatever it is, it's an adventure. It's something I've never done before. And I love that you say that because I did the same thing with my podcast. And so my podcast is I never knew, but my dog did. 
And yeah. it's pretty similar to this, but we share these stories of heartbreak and, and uh, you know, trauma and then how we overcame and how triumph. But I remember not, I, I was like in January, that's my vision board. I'm going to start this podcast and I didn't do it. And the reason I didn't do it is because I'm not like the millennials who grew up in this electronic world. So I'm Gen X. I mean, I'm fit. I'm going to be 53 in a few days and I'm proud of that, but I have, I had definitely some limiting beliefs about my capabilities when it came to technology. And it was like six months into the year, it was June and I was doing something. I was just sitting there. I used to make these little mini houses and all of a sudden Raquel, I heard this voice and it said, start the podcast. And I'm like, you literally, you have those moments where you're like, excuse me, like what? I'm looking around behind me. And I was like, what? And I did. I listened. I listened to that intuition and not my fears and my doubts. And I went in and I just joined and and I actually took a little course on how to start a podcast. What do you need for platforms and editing? And I do the whole show myself. It's a one-man band. And the fact that I can do that by myself, that's the fun of the expectation or the being expectant is just do it. Like Nike says, you know, sorry, Nike, or hell, Nike, I'll promote you for a second copyright. Just do it because think of all the things in your life that you did without ever doing them before that turned out really great. How about riding a bike? Okay. You never did that before. And that was scary, but you did it. You got on it knowing I could possibly fall. I could, you know, whatever, break a leg. Didn't matter. You did it. And then you did it again and you got better at it and tying your shoe. All, all of it was just, if you don't take risk in life, I truly believe you're not living. And I think you're, you're stifling your reason for being here. And the reason for being here is growth, right? Exactly. No, I completely agree. And even like you said, those most basic things that we did when we were very young, trying to learn how to ride a bike. The first time we brushed our teeth by ourselves and we poked ourselves, something <laughs> like that, or even the smallest things. And now we take for granted because we're used to it. It started as a, as a challenge, a challenge yeah. that in that moment we had faith in ourselves and we said, okay, let's do it. And we went through it and we learned how to do it. And now I feel like we, there's less, a bit, like less opportunities that we think we have to learn, but we, every time we have that opportunity, we need to take it and go with it and like pull the string until we get to the really end working through it. And because even if it's a challenge, if we have faith in ourselves, like you're saying, we really can, we can just do it. <laughs> and it's never too late. I, I'm so happy that you say that. So I, I, again, was, you know, in this relationship because in my household growing up, it was a very codependent, um, upbringing and there wasn't a lot of nurturing and encouragement it was just really it's a blue sky my my parents would find that gray cloud and say watch out for that gray cloud so i was really programmed to doubt everything and to hesitate and so then i go out and i got married very young mind you at 19 years old i get pregnant with my first child and we get stationed in germany cuz he joined the military I'm in a country at 19 years old with a baby married, which he left 15 days after we got married. And I didn't know how to be a wife. I didn't know how to be a mother. I had no clue a country that I don't speak the language. 
um, military. What the heck is all this about? It was so scary. And so I go through really this, this whole beginning of my life, my life, I, my daughter and I were talking about this the other day. I have a before and an after. And it's funny in the before was that soul journey. And the after was after that soul journey when everything changed. But I'm telling you for those first few or those first, the first half of my life, it was survival mode. And I know you had um, an episode before um, today um, called surviving versus thriving with Bill Heinrich. And I love what he was saying. And he's absolutely right. I was in this survival mode and really um, I, I ended up, he was abusive physically, mentally, sexually in every way. And so it was all about taking care of everybody and my three children. So I was a single mom for so long. There was never time for me to think about, oh, how can I grow? How can I start a business? How can I have some education? And it was when I stopped that survival thinking and said, I want to do what I love. Well, I attracted my husband now, who is absolutely the best human ever, completely my twin flame. And I'm telling you guys, from 46 years to now, in the last seven years, I made more progress than I did in those first 45 years. I have more diplomas, more certifications, uh, four businesses. I mean, it's it doesn't matter when you start, as long as you do start. And all of that stuff in that belief system I had was, I don't know anything about any of it. I didn't, but it didn't matter because I said, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to find out what is this stuff and the fun of doing that. Oh, let me tell you, I, I've never been happier. That's amazing. Exactly. I feel like society has built like the idea that as we grow older, we're limited. But honestly, like you said, no, that's not true. The sky's the limit. Like we have to go to the unimaginable. Like we have to go everywhere. Um, and no matter age, anything like socioeconomic status, anything we really can't see that as our limit we have to go and explore the unknown and go for everything that life has to give to us and like you said you were for 45 years you were in that mentality of like in survival mode and then you changed you had a mind switch that made you realize okay this is not how I want to live my life anymore this is it like this is where yeah. I I'm starting fresh and I'm going to do it well and much better than I did before and that's something that a lot of people need to understand and process and say really life isn't about like meeting a deadline or it, it becomes over once I reach a certain age. Like, no, you always have that opportunity to do whatever you feel like doing. Like there, there's so many things that we can do. And of course there's things that may seem like a limit, but really it's just a challenge that you have to go through. Once you beat that Absolutely. challenge, you're on to the next thing and you're going to be happy that you went through it. There's no reason to get stuck in something just because something's a little bit harder for you. And I love the way that you're putting it out there because I absolutely agree that it's very important that we go through this, like the like bone, we go through all of that and we go for it. And I love that. Absolutely. Well, and if you think about the moments in your life that you were the most joyful and felt so carefree, it was when you went, when you traveled and you were like looking for new things, or even when you go on a hike, you know, you're out there in nature and you're looking for species you've never seen before, or just like feeling being mindful in the moments. 
And the most joyful things we, we do in life is when we're doing something new, we're growing, we're spending time with people that we love and we're feeling confident. And, and that really is, if we summed it down to the four things, that's it right there. You have to have a constant curiosity. You have to want to learn new things. You have to want to experience new things. And I, I want to say this, I'm, I'm um, right now at the tail end of getting my diploma with uh, in anxiety and panic attacks. This world is so suffocated by anxiety that that's the reason we're not thriving. That's the reason we're not going out there. Everybody can be an entrepreneur. Everybody can be in a healthy relationship. Everybody can live life to the fullest and live their truth, speak their truth and really be joyful. Now that sounds very Pollyanna and there's going to be moments things are going to happen. But if you change your point of view on them and say, for me, what changed was when growing up and up to that point of that soul journey, my belief system said, I don't have a choice. Life is doing this to me. This is just, I'm stuck. This is what the cards that I was dealt. And what changed for me was that moment when I said, oh, wait a minute, I have a choice here. I can choose to do something different. And I know in, in my coaching, when people come and I say to them, you know, you don't have to do that anymore. Or, you know what, let's talk about some options. It's like light bulbs come on and they're like, oh, I never thought of that, Marine. I know you didn't because your record was playing anxiety and doubt and things that you were programmed to believe about yourself. You just needed someone to say, that's not true. And you can do something different. And let me help you to take my hand. And that's what my coaching is. Take my hand and let's go. Let's, let's take you forward to these things that you deserve and that you want and you desire. I promise you, you can have them. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Maureen, for being here today and sharing all of this wonderful advice, because I think that everybody needs to really take this into consideration and apply it, whether it's for themselves and or for everybody that's around them. In all honesty, everybody needs a little bit of more self-confidence, but really it's also a lesson that everybody, whether it's our listeners or the friends of our listeners, everybody needs to apply this. So thank you so much for coming on here today. And to the listeners, I will see you next time.